Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Thanks for spending time. It's Hale Varsity Radio, presented by Currency. You can watch the show on the Hale Varsity YouTube channel, also streaming on Hale Varsity's Twitter Handle Hale Varsity Radio's Twitter handle at HVarsity Radio. Follow Mike Babcock at MD Babs on Twitter. Babbers, we have this roadie all sorts of planned out. It's grown uh, to, to Boulder. We were joking yesterday with Matt Schick, and we, whether you know it or not, you're, you're renting a Sherman tank for us. Jay Moore, <laughs> Jay Moore is in as our muscle. <laughs> <laughs> once we get once we get the boulder, and then uh, Schick may meet us uh, after he's done hanging out with Coach Prime. But it's grown from you, me, and Elijah to go see a Grateful Dead show, and then go to the the, the pre and post game uh, in, in, in Nebraska Colorado festivities too. Uh, to, to to Jay Moore wearing eye black, <laughs> and uh, and Schick probably wearing buff gear. Uh, so let me know if you can find that that eighteen wheeler uh, Sherman tank throwback. Never a dull No, there's there's not, and there's never a dull moment with Nebraska football. I want to get your reaction to the the freak out, I guess, over Dottie Riola coming back and I got nothing personal I, I want to see as a guy who grew up in this state good offensive line play for Nebraska it's dare I say a birthright okay and Nebraska needs to get back to that to be competitive and, and win in the Big Ten I think Coach Rule gets that do you trust Rule's judgment here uh, with 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 retaining Donnie and, and you've had uh, conversations with Donnie and some of the, the, the roundtable sit-downs, those were minimal with Coach Raiola, but I think he knows offensive line play. He just hasn't had a, a long sample size to show it. Well, I would respect uh, Rule's decision to make that a line coach. I mean, it's his, it's his responsibility, and that's what he thinks he needs to do. Um, this is totally unrelated but it is related in my mind. Um, did you watch the USC Utah game the other night? I, I uh, watched. The, uh, I watched the uh, the fact that US, USC is going to look like they're going to have a heck of a hard time living in the Big Ten week to week. Yeah, and, and I thought Utah played exactly the way you play when you're in the Big Ten. You know, I think Kyle Whittingham had that team that was just grit, and they had a, they were grinders. And that's the way Nebraska has to be. And I think it, that if, if uh, Coach Rule thinks that Donovan Raiola is the guy that can get the job done to get that offense going, um, because that's where it starts uh, with the offensive line, then I respect his choice. I mean, he's obviously he's making a lot of money to make those kind of decisions, and he's comfortable with that. So let's uh, – Let's move forward and see if, if that can happen. The other thing I, in that respect that he mentioned at the news conference when he was introduced was uh, 
something about physical practices. Do you remember that? Yes. I mean, I think that's really important uh, in the development of the offensive line is you have to have physical practices um, and uh, you run the risk, I guess, of guys getting hurt. But in the long run, it becomes one of those cliche kind of things. It's tougher in practice than it is when you get to the game. Now, now, Mike, do you think that Matt Rule went back and, and watched some film from practice last year and was counting up how many offensive linemen were throwing up at any given practice? Do you think that played into this? <laughs> I Look at you. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if that played into it or not. Maybe you should be the offensive line coach. The, the old Elijah Pugh count. <laughs> well, some, some head coaches would think that's a pretty important statistic. And I don't want to go back to Puke Gate too hard, yeah. but... But maybe that's uh, maybe that's where this all started. Maybe Matt Rule saw that and said, "That's what I want in my offensive line coach." <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's it's a it's not an easy thing. You know, it, it's it's a tough thing to be uh, to play that position and to be successful at that position. Um, you have to commit, and uh, you make some sacrifices in order to do it. But uh, again, I think that if Coach Rule thinks that. Donovan Raiola is the person to get the job done. And I, you know, I appreciate your comment about, you know, it's not about Dominic Raiola. It's not about Dylan Raiola. It's about Donovan. You know, can he get the job done? And that I think Coach Rule thinks that he can. Well, yeah, and, Mike, uh, on, a, on a serious note here, and I think this kind of gets to the, the point you're making is I don't think this decision was based on what Matt Rule saw from Donovan Royal last year. I think that probably played a little bit into it. And I think that may be why this took so long to get announced, probably because uh, Ryle probably wasn't his first choice to be offensive line coach. But I don't think this hire was made based on what Ryle did last year, but more based on the potential that Matt Rule sees within Ryle to be an offensive line coach. Yeah, I think the potential that he sees, and, and even though he was an assistant offensive line coach in the NFL, he had that kind of experience. And I think that that, you know, that uh, that rule uh, looks at that, you know, that that's a significant part of it, you know, that uh, that's important that they can connect on that level. Mike Babcock with us uh, from Hale Varsity Magazine, HaleVarsity.com, at MDBabs on Twitter. Mike, uh, a thought here with uh, a job that's now open, and that is Purdue. We'll get to Husker Hoops in a moment. But the Purdue gig's open. Brom headed to Louisville. He's headed home there. Uh, it's incredible for him to take Purdue to a Big Ten title game. And, and you know, they're going to be a yo-yo program. And I mean, 8-4, and 9-4, and four, impressive. But, you know, are you going to have a Northwestern type down year? Very possible at, at Purdue. Louisville's had a little more uh, sustainability, at least with talent in the region is that a is that a job that if you're purdue you go look at jim leonard uh to uh, to pluck him from wisconsin or do you think leonard makes a lateral move uh, maybe to nebraska and nebraska takes a big swing financially at him because of his perceived relationship with with riola first of all teammates but second of all uh go uh stick to wisconsin every year uh, with the other big red um you know, that's a good question. I think that Leonard, it would it would seem that Leonard and Chris earlier um, had a great connection with the players. That's the thing that, that impressed me most. Um, and it, you know, it, it probably began with Chris, but I think it, 
carried down to Leonard so that when that decision was made not to hire him, there were a lot of uh, players that weren't real happy with that whole situation. Connection with players, I think that's important. I think that's really a good thing. And, and uh, I think it would be a good decision on Nebraska's part or a good hire on Nebraska's part if they could bring him in. I don't know if he's looking at the opportunity that Purdue represents. It surprised me a little bit that Brom would leave because I thought he had Purdue going in a direction that that uh, Purdue hasn't had for a while. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so that was a tough deal. It's it's almost like the, the transfer portal here, here with coaches. Like we're, <laughs> yeah. we're looking at this uh, situation in the Big Ten and, and you know, we've got uh, – couple of new coaches we're going to have another one um they're moving around here uh, and of course everybody's talking about colorado and and uh Deion sanders um it's it it comes back to me a little bit like transfer portal time here with with coaches but um getting back to the question i it would be i think it would be a good hire for nebraska if they could get leonard because of the experience and and you know the relationship between the coach um, Riola and, and, and Leonard, but, um, again, I, you know, I don't know where that stands and I don't know what his aspirations are possibly to be a head coach. Well, yeah. And, and Mike, I'm sort of in the boat that I think that's a little bit of wishful thinking, but I think Nebraska can get his attention with the kind of salary pool that, that Matt rule has for his assistant coaches. I think with a, a, a right sized offer, I think you could get his attention, but then I also look back to the fact that he could be looking for a, a head coaching gig in college, or he could even be looking at NFL. NFL, NFL to go be a defensive coordinator. I mean, his services are, are in high demand right now. And while I think Nebraska could realistically be in play, if they make the, the right offer in terms of dollars and cents, it still seems like wishful thinking just with the amount of opportunities that I'm sure Jim Leonard will have. Well, he turned green Bay down, you know, a, a year ago. So, uh, he's uh, his phone's been probably ringing off the hook, but he does fit the mold of what Matt Rule says he wants in assistant coaches in terms of young and hungry and looking to prove themselves. Well, you've got Riola retained. He's a Big Ten guy because of his time at Wisconsin. Okay, you go get Leonard. He's absolutely a Big Ten guy and an and a former interim. So that helps beef up your your staff and your knowledge of the league uh, with a number of these guys coming into the league for the first time. Mike, uh, I want to wrap with this. Thoughts on Nebraska basketball. The, the men uh, have another tough task. They're at Indiana tonight, but, man, they've got some momentum going. How do you feel about uh, tip-off here coming up uh, with the Big Red at Indiana? Well, I think if they can play with the kind of grit that they played against uh, Creighton, um, I think it's going to be an interesting game at Indiana. The, the problem is it's at Indiana, for one thing, and the other thing is Indiana has a good team. No question about that. But I was really impressed um, because Creighton has a really good team as far as I'm concerned. And Nebraska with that grit and that defense. And we've got a couple of black shirts there on uh, basketball. (laughs) (laughs) Now, um, I think that makes it more anticipation than I would have had if I hadn't seen that Creighton game. You know, if if Creighton game had gone the way I expected it to go, I probably wouldn't be too – uh, fired up to to see what was going to happen at Indiana, but because of that, because I see and the difference that it's made with Derek Walker back, um, I, I think that's been significant. So um, I think Nebraska will, with the grit 
we'll we'll give Indiana a go. Mike, what's your take on candy striped warm up pants? That's been uh, <laughs> something that's been going through my mind today. I think it's a bit of a fashion faux pas. I get the the whole classic look behind it, but what's your take? Um. I'll pass on that question. <laughs> You're not wearing candy stripe warm-ups right now, Babbers. No. Uh, no, I don't have anything that would be considered candy stripe. Well, I think that answers uh, the question. Way. That answers the question what Mike thinks of him. Babbers is rocking some corduroy right now, I think. Staying warm. I like it. So, no for Mike Babcock on on owning a pair of, of candy stripe, but uh, no comment on uh, them as a fashion choice. Mike will right. whoever the choice whoever makes the choice that's 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 their business. Yeah, that's, that's that's uh, that's an old Bob Knight thing. So uh, do do it do it that as as you will. And an undefeated season in a national championship speaks for itself. Way back in '76, Mike, be good. Enjoy your week. We'll check in next week. Thanks for your time. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Guys. There he is. Love him. There he is, Mr. Foot, Husker Football, Mike Babcock. At MD Babs on Twitter's where you find him. We'll head to the golf course. Mike Shuhart will have some, uh, no doubt, some thoughts on hoops and football. Evan Bland, less than an hour away on Hale Varsity.